What the fuck was that? Welcome to What the Fuck Did I Dream Last Night? I'm Janie. I'm Jess. Hi, guys. Take two. Take two. <laughs> Haynes, we literally started recording, and I said, I normally just wait a little bit when we start recording because something like, I don't know, I just feel like we can't start as soon as I hit record. Yeah. And I should have waited awkward. a little bit longer because Haynes' doorbell rang, and then the dog was going. And, and, and then my husband thought we got food delivered, like, by accident so then we got really stoked but it was just a package yeah he comes upstairs he's like do you order food no <laughs> nope i wish damn sad. <laughs> yes but uh what, episode 30 episode 30 pretty oh stoked God. about it yes i can't believe I, I'm, I'm also proud i'm proud that we didn't give up 30 30 30 um so I had a dream about uh, my baby, like my baby, baby, like the baby that's inside of me right now. Mm, yes, your baby. child. Um, like I saw her when she was born and um, she had like dark. What are you looking at? That? That's that's cool. Oh, she had dark curly hair. So I'm going to start keeping tabs. Like if I have any more dreams about like what she looks like and then like. We can compare those notes to what, like, she will look like. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Huh. Did you have dreams about what Molly looked like? Do you remember? No, I never had a dream where I could see her. Like, like I never gave mm-hmm. birth to her, and then, like, I had her. Um, and even, I know I didn't share the one, like, pregnancy dream. I, I think I'm going to share it with Trevor on here, because I think it'd be fun for him to mm-hmm. interact with it. Um, yeah. But... I like even in those dreams, like I didn't have like I never see the baby, like really, like when mm-hmm. I go to the baby, like the baby, like I wake up or it's the end of the dream, I don't see it. So this one, I was like, um, and it was just like I don't even know what the whole dream was, but she was in like a swaddle that I bought, like that I did like recently just buy like just for her, and mm-hmm. I like took her off my mother in law. I was like, I'll take her. Oh, <laughs> she just had a bunch of like dark curly hair. Do you remember what her face like? Did you see her face, or you just remember her? Yeah, hair? it was just like a baby. Like I right. know it sounds terrible, but like it was because just- you don't have a memory of her yet. Besides, yeah. like by recognition, like that. So that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. So that happened. And you just recently dyed your hair dark. I wonder if that had. Anything yeah, I feel to like that it. triggered it because I have dark yeah. hair now. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um. And Molly's hair is getting like very curly. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was just like that type of thing. Speaking um, of hair, um, so if you guys have been following along, I've had a lot of dreams about missing my hairstylist. I literally colored my hair like the day after we recorded. <laughs> I keep having episode. dreams about like getting my hair because my natural color is pretty much completely grown out now with COVID. Um, but I used to like dye it some form of blonde. And um, so I kept dreaming about it. So I fi- I made a hair appointment finally. So June, <laughs> June 6th, we'll be reunited. So. Because I went out this weekend and I never go out. So this is exciting. It I was. Went- it was role reversal. I was getting your snaps. <laughs> I went to uh, Drag Queen Bingo. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. So much fun. Where was it? In a Yukon Fire Hall. Like it was I was like cracking up because like 
So fire halls are a big thing where we grew up in Western Pennsylvania. Like people just have events at fire halls. And what it is, it's like a fundraiser because like our, um, like people that are coming, if your house is on fire, like it's all volunteers that are coming. Like they don't get paid to do it. Right. Um, and that's how it is all around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, but that's like, so it's like a fire hall. Oh, it's like, you know, the fire station. And then there's like a hall attached next to it. And it's just funny because over the years, like such various events are hosted in these halls. And like people have fire hall weddings and everything. Yeah. Like like it's very normal. Um, and you can really like a lot, like some of them look pretty run down. Other ones look, they're like newly remodeled. You can look really nice. Like um, just like an empty, you know, big like room to like host different parties in. But people do like baby showers. I had um, these baby Christmas showers. parties, Santa Claus, Easter bunnies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so that's kind of like and then like there's a lot of bars like in fire halls or like attached to fire halls. That you have to be a member to. Yeah. So like that's like my person like when I think of a fire hall, I think of like a fire hall wedding or um like a bar and then her so she goes and this video like she like was snapchatting me and it's like bingo which I've gone to bingo in like fire halls before like the moose or you know version of and it's so it's your typical kind of like a little rundown fire hall you know it's been a little season through the years with she sends me like a bingo card and then there's you know like, I had my daughter that I bought and it had like hunky, it was like a hunky man on it. It said like, and it had, his name was Steven, was like my bingo daughter too. <laughs> oh my God. And there's like this lovely drag queen like right in the background. And I'm like, this is awesome. But are you in a fire hall? <laughs> it was so cool though. Cause like they do like, okay, well first They off, looked we- damn good. They looked I, don't I think that was it. They looked so good. And then they were like in this fire hall. I was like cracking up because I felt like they needed to be on like a beautiful, like a big stage. I mean, they looked amazing from who I saw. Um, and I spent so much money because when I go to like fire hall events like that, that are fundraisers for the firemen, right. I have like, and, and I'm not drinking. So I was like, oh, I'm not drinking. So like, here's my alcohol money too. But meanwhile, like buying drinks at a fire hall are so dirt oh God, cheap. They're so cheap. They're like a dollar fifty. Yeah. For like the um, expensive beer. Like like a getting little. a shot is like two dollars. Mm-hmm. And they're small shots, but still it's like two dollars for a shot of alcohol. If we went in one that listens like in Manhattan, they're like shit. <laughs> <laughs> like New York City. And like the one thing is I'm moving to Pittsburgh. <laughs> you have to know somebody to join. Like not know someone like in the fire, but you have to like a lot of them are you have to get signed in by somebody at least like two or three times and then you can put an application in to join which it sounds like really long but sometimes there are like like the one near my house I was able to join then there's like another one that's like I couldn't join because I don't know anyone that goes there but I was like really close to it at my old house and I was like oh okay (laughs) can't go there But and the memberships are like twenty dollars a year or something. It's, like, it's not an exclusive club. No, great. Right. I love it. Um, but it's really cool. Like, okay, so if you ever have a chance to go to one, like, go. Like, oh yeah, they do it for fundraisers, and like you tip the girls, and they're raising money for charities too. Like they were mm-hmm. like charities. 
Um, and they like, so you play a game of bingo and then they do, they perform a show. Like they do it, like they perform a numbers. Like one girl comes out, they introduce her and she just dances all around. And then like, you can hold like money over like people's heads and they'll come over and they're like, yeah, we'll embarrass you a little bit. You know, we'll give you a lap dance. We'll grab your boobs. Like all of this Oh stuff. my God. Was it like, so was it all women there? There were a couple guys. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I saw, like, mostly women. I didn't know if that would was, like, a role or something. Yeah. I didn't know. That's um, too funny. So the, like, the guys who were there probably got tortured. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. they did. And it's, like, a 21 Oh, Like, you had to be 21 to go to the event. And okay. Everything. Yeah, that's what I was just – I think the whole fire hall thing is just, like, really throwing me off. <laughs> and- <laughs> um, so – like they come over, we did like my aunt first, and uh, Nicole's holding money over her, and like the girl was like, "Can I grab your boobs?" And like she grabbed hers. Then they did it to me, and I got full on kissed by a drag queen, and I was not ready. I was not prepared. Oh, my on the I list. Didn't know what was- yes, I have. Ew, I have. This- uh, I have makeup on my teeth. Ew, COVID. Ew. God, I was like, so, and they were like talking about like who's all double vaccinated, and the girl that kissed me also raised her hand that she was double vaccinated. I go, well, I guess apparently that's okay. Around kissing people, shit. I was like, I was like, I don't know, I I don't know if I was. Was anybody wearing masks? No, this was like a very like. (laughs) Well, I yeah, but it was just very funny to like I. It's so funny because I wouldn't even like think about that until now. I'm like. Ew, what about COVID? Ew. Well, she grabbed my head and like stuck it like on her like boobs. And I was like, oh, like whatever, like laughing. Then right. I had my head back laughing and she like, I was not prepared. I, I wouldn't, I, I don't, I don't even know. Like just anybody, I wouldn't. That's very intimate. I'll post the picture on our Patreon because the picture I took of like with the makeup on my teeth and everything, I look, no. Oh, that's what that was. Yes. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I'll post so it on Patreon for you guys. Yeah, that was interesting. But besides being kissed and not being, not, I just, I don't know. COVID has me all weird. I'm sure I've done worse things being drunk, but I was also very sober and just not, they're just, I didn't just know what to do. Yeah, why do you just get random makeup on your face? Why? When you get drunk, you know, random makeup on your face. No, I meant like I've done work. Oh, are you bringing up a story? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there was a time. <laughs> We've all had a time. <laughs> I mean, I feel like everyone's been. I know, but I forgot about that story till now. And I wish I could. I wish I had a picture of it so I could put it side by side. Basically, there was a Halloween party one time. It was a green crayon and there was a vampire. And I kissed the vampire. <laughs> I forgot you were a green crayon. But the vampire had white, had his face, like, painted white. And when we was were... Was a vampire or, like, the Joker or something? He was, like, a vampire. Because it was, like, Dracula. And his, like, he had, like, white face paint on. So it was, like, we, like, looked away for, like, a minute or something. Then we, like, looked back. And Janie just had, like, white <laughs> white face paint on her face. And this guy's standing next to her. And we're, like... Janie, do you have something to tell us? <laughs> and he like didn't fess up to it immediately. It was really good. It was like when a when a child like takes like the last cookie or something. They're like, and they're like, no, and like cookie crumbs like fall out of their mouth. <laughs> ah shit! 
Uh-huh. Okay, so now if I see like thick makeup or face paint, I'm gonna steer you away. Sober or drunk, apparently. I thought I was over. I thought yeah. those days were behind me. <laughs> you didn't think the pregnant one of the group would be like safe. Now I gotta I gotta watch on Dirty 30. I gotta so I gotta watch I told, you, man. I told I was texting my husband all of this stuff that was happening. I go, and then I sent him that photo and things. And then we go um because he was watching my cousin's kids and I was the DD. So I go to pick them up and I was like, and he would not kiss me. He goes, good thing you just bought new mouthwash. And I was like, I, I was like, I know. I was like, and it wasn't like the girl wasn't dirty or anything. It was no. just the fact that it was COVID and I just wasn't, and COVID just has your mind so programmed. The, so funny. Oh I my just God. was not prepared. I'm not then I had a pull like, up, like I was on their Facebook and I pulled it up. I was like, this is who I kissed. <laughs> oh my god, so good. Yeah, that happened. Oh shit. Well, mom, crazy mom night out. Yup. 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 Okay. So let's just move on to my dream now. Yeah. Did that make for any good dreams? <laughs> um. No. I didn't have it. No. That's now, part. tonight will be the night that I'll be dreaming of, like, a vampire and be all out. Yeah, we'll see. See what next week holds. Hmm. Okay. Wow. I did not know that we were going to go into, like, making out with vampires on this time. But, hey. <laughs> things happen. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. All right. On that note... This dream is called Work Photos. <laughs> All right. Noted. So I'm at the, I know, felt like I needed to pause, but, you know, it wasn't a good Dramatic name. Didn't, didn't, didn't deserve a reaction or anything, so. <laughs> so I'm at work, and now this place has, like, the management that I have worked for in the past, it seems. Um. And the place I'm working at, giving me like Dollar General vibes. Um, it kind of seems like I just got like rehired. Like I left there before and I got rehired by them. Mm-hmm. And it's Easter Sunday and I'm working. Um, I've worked many Easters in my life. So mm-hmm. this is nothing new to me. Um, so since I was like rehired, I like knew everything that I was supposed to be doing. And my coworkers, like they kept asking me for like help or whatnot. And it was just like asking me like the stupidest questions, like things that like were common sense. Mm-hmm. So I was just like getting annoyed. Um, I don't know exactly what they were asking, but like that was what I was getting in my dream. Mm-hmm. So I pissed off my manager somehow. And I was like, oh my gosh, I do this to you every Easter Sunday. I was like, I make you mad somehow. And I don't even know like how I'm doing it. Do so you know who your manager I, was in the dream? No, I Damn. just know that like I had like a relationship with him. And like, we, it wasn't like he, we didn't like each other. Mm-hmm. I just always seemed to make him mad yeah. then. So it's near closing time. And we had a few customers in there finishing up. So I'm like, just got to help clean up and keep busy and not get yelled at again here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all my coworkers kept coming up to me being like, what should I be doing? And I'm like, anything. I was like, just keep busy. Like, so I'm telling them to wipe this down, like sweep this, like yada, yada, just bullshit, like little jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, I'm not even the fucking manager. <laughs> then, happens a lot in jobs. 
Uh-huh. Then I told them all that, and I'm like, what the fuck should I do now? Like, I, I gave them all the jobs. Like, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to do this now? So earlier in the shift, we had to find some kind of food item that we could set up as bowling pins. Mm-hmm. No idea why, but like, it was like a task that we had to do. Um, and I saw my one manager that was like fussing with that for like next time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like she was like trying to see if she could use these for next time. So all of a sudden, like all of these customers, like it was like a bus dropped them off or something. Like they all just are coming in. Like they're coming through the back door with buggies. Like all these people are just coming on into the store. And I'm like, buggies are also known as shopping carts. Yes. (laughs) Going very, very Pittsburgh on you in uh, this episode. (laughs) I will be your translator. (laughs) (laughs) So. So I'm like, just kind of saying, I'm like, geez, like, what the fuck? I was like, all right, like, whatever. Like, we got to do what we got to do. Like, we're st- oh, still open. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And my coworkers are like, aren't we closed? Like, shouldn't we lock the door? And I'm like, I'm not the manager. Like, just keep working. Like, just please just keep working. and Stop asking me questions. <laughs> so finally, everybody's in line and they're checking out. And then I have coworkers that are asking me, like, can I leave? And I'm like, no, like, you have to wait Man, until everything is done. Crew you got. A manager tells you to leave. Like, and it was like, just, there was only like a handful of us. I don't know. I don't know why people ask. I, I get in. I have been in this role multiple times. Yeah. And a lot of jobs that people ask me questions. And I'm like, I'm not who you should be asking. <laughs> like, I, like, I do have the answers, but just try harder. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, I sounded bitchy again. No, no. I mean, that's, I was actually just talking about this today with somebody. So that, how that happens in jobs, you know, so everybody can relate to that. And if you're one of those people, get your shit together. Just kidding. <laughs> um, okay. So finally my manager got off register for some reason. He was the one ringing register while we're all just running around. Like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Sounds, I should be ringing register. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so finally he gets off the register and he's like, geez, she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, it's because I said, um, it's because I'm here. And he's like, seriously, he's like, every time that like me and you were together, like shit like this happens. <laughs> and like, he wasn't mad anymore. Like it, it was just like, whatever, like shit happens, move on. Like, right. We're, we're cool. Um, so we're all getting ready to leave, but we had to go get our photo taken and it was at another place. And I didn't have a ride. Like, I guess I didn't have a car or anything. So I get into my coworker's car and there's a ton of us piled in there. Mm-hmm. Like there's four of us sitting up front. There's a bunch of us in the back. They kind of gave me like a big old like van vibes. Mm-hmm. So the girl that's driving us, she's, um, she's Chinese. And then there's another girl next to us. Then there's me. And then there's the girl that's driving us mother on my right side and she's also Chinese Mm -hmm. and this mom in my like (laughs) when I was typing this I was cracking up because I was getting like the feels like from my dream Mm -hmm. um and the mom's like yeah I don't drive like I'm just here for the ride but then she kept like talking really fast and like cracking these jokes and like wouldn't stop talking and was laughing and I'm like laughing with her and I was like I'm sorry. I was like, but I don't, I can't understand what you're saying. Like, you need to talk a little bit like slower for me because of her accent. Right. 
But I was like, I can't stop laughing. I was like, just because your vibes are like, I mean, she just had that like energy of like a happy Aww, like person. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, she's like, oh no, it's okay, dear. Just have fun. Like she just wanted me to have fun. I was like, okay. Aww. Like I don't know what's going on, but it's Easter Sunday still, I think. Right. <laughs> um. So we get to this building for our photos and it's like this huge, like old mansion, but like a very like nice, just like old house mansion. <laughs> um, we had to get to the top floor for them. So we're walking up in line like slowly and there's like these beautiful, like big chandeliers and just gorgeous lights. Mm-hmm. Just a very pretty, like old building. So we are finally at the top and they call us into the room and there are like a lot of tables um and we all pile into like the front two and we're sitting around and we can like see um i lost i scrolled and i lost it (sighs) so we're sitting around you could see like over on the other side of the room like where they're taking the photos Mm -hmm. um so they're like we're gonna call your name out just let us know where you are and we'll give you this paper there's just a few things you have to fill out and then we can get your photo done so mine was first, and she was like, oh, are you Janie? And she's like, perfect, here you go. And this paper is just, like, something that you would get uh, in school for your school photos that, like, your parents would fill out mm-hmm. for picture day. Um, when, like, you could pick, like, what you want to, like, what package you want to select to buy or whatever, and just some basic information. So, like, that top, that was at the top of this paper, and I fill all that out, like, no problem, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but the last section had like maybe eight questions or so. And you had to use this other paper to like fill out the answers. And the first question was like, what is smaller than this blank? And I'm like, what? Like, what? I have no idea. And like, I'm trying so hard to like read this paper and focus on it and just answer these questions. And like, it wouldn't sink in. Like, I had no idea what I was supposed to put and like and I was so frazzled and I was like I I can't answer these like I don't know the answers to these questions um finally like to like the first one like I found the answer somehow and I was like oh these tiny peanut butter Reese cookies are smaller so I put that there so then the paper switched to like what you would fill out for like a fundraiser (laughs) like when you're buying something Mm -hmm. all all the fundraiser talk today (sighs) Just come to me and I will spend all the money on fundraisers. <laughs> so I move on to the next question. I was getting worked up because everybody else is finishing and they're getting their photo taken. And I was the first one to get uh, my paper and I couldn't figure it out. So I finally am like, listen, I don't understand this at all. So this girl comes over and she explained it to me. Um, She's like, here's the food info here. And she's like, the people are here and like the answers are all like here that you need for this and I was like okay like I get it she's like um it shouldn't be like that hard <laughs> I was like okay sassy <laughs> <laughs> so frustrating because like I don't have like I hate when you like I have all the information right there why can't I do it <sighs> I can't read in my dreams right. I can read sorry <laughs> <laughs> um so I like somehow I got the answer to number two really quickly and I tried reading number three and I couldn't figure it out and I was stuck again. So one man that was in charge was like, all right, guys, if you finish getting your photo taken, you can head back down to your cars unless you have any questions. And I recall these like two guys um, 
there was like the same two guys I like followed up the stairs like they were my coworkers, mm-hmm. and they're like, um, yeah, like are these all real electric lights? Like what are they? And they were talking about like the chandeliers, and the guy did answer them. Um, but when I like looked up, everybody was done and gone, and I was just the only one sitting there, like still stressed out <laughs> over these damn questions. And that's all I can remember. Like that was the end of the dream. That's. So I've had dreams like that. That's like one of the, I hate those dreams where they're like test questions or some form of question and you don't know the answer. So that was the first time I've ever like really had it was like a test, but like, why the hell was it a test on work questions? Like, and nothing to do with I have no idea what all of that bullshit. <laughs> um. Now, when I did read this again, I did just recently buy some stuff off a of fundraiser for Easter candy. So, which would make sense, like, that tying into, like, Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. Bought fundraiser candy. Um, There was another point in here that I thought something else came to my mind, but I don't remember. Clearly, it wasn't that important, or I probably would have said it at that time. <laughs> um, but I did look up just a couple things mm-hmm. for it. I always have stress about, like, my old jobs and, like, the guilt of, like, what ifs? Did I make the right move? Should I stay there? Yada, yada. So, like, I think that's just where, like, the beginning of the dream comes from. Mm-hmm. And then I was on dreamstop.com and dreammeeting.online. So dot online seems like Yeah, that's definitely what I know. I I know. I knew you were gonna bring that up. I don't know, I've never seen dot online. I, I don't I don't know what that means. I don't know how like it when I was on it it said like not a secure source, but I liked what they were saying, so <laughs> or not secure, like website not secure or something, whatever they say. Um so getting your photo taken in dreams means that you uh, need to spend more time doing things that make you happy. You need to express yourself more openly without fear. Basically, don't hide yourself from the world and be you, which I like because I'm definitely trying to do that more right now. Yeah. Especially like like being pregnant and everything. Hi, Miles. Say hi to my dog. <laughs> getting all kinds of excitement this evening. There's, there's just a lot happening tonight. I know. Goodness. Um, oh, so I know I talked about cameras recently, but this one said, too, that cameras could be a sign of nostalgia, which makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. And then dreaming of a chandelier means that luck is on your side. Mm-hmm. It also mentioned that, like, it could be... Um, like with your relatives, like good relationships could be forming and like communication is good, like just mm-hmm. stuff along that lines. I like I that's that. all I up for that. I like that. Me too. So it's funny because I also have a work dream um part of it. That's why I kind of smiled a little bit because here we are making that link there. Um so uh my dream while. I know. I like it. Um my dream is entitled My Time at DQ. Oh. So, <laughs> have you ever worked at DQ? No, G did. So I don't know if that's where I'm getting oh, this that's from. Right. She did. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, remember, remember thinking when she worked, I was like, man, that's great money. Like when she got her first paycheck, because I think it was before we had a job or something. Um, it might have been. 
I don't know. But I just remember, like, I remember talking about it. She got her first paycheck. We we're like, oh, oh, my God. You know, like when you're teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, so the dream, you know, I think this is probably a series of dreams through that night. Like, this is just like what I remember mm-hmm. before I like woke up for the first time. It was a very a night of very vivid dreaming. Um, so Camden and I, it starts out, we were in this city. So it was like down, like a downtown city, maybe downtown Pittsburgh or whatever. Um, and we were like going out on a little like date, just kind of like an adventure. Um, and we went to get a, buy some drinks and we wanted like a vodka. Um, and it, Chris Kramer was coming to visit us. Um, like he does like in South Carolina, I guess. So I don't know what city it was, but so we were like going to get, trying to pick out a liquor that we wanted and we picked this like really cheap vodka at first. And then we ended up picking this like other vodka that we get that's, um, it's made in like Charleston, South Carolina. Um, now the name's escaping me, but that's what we picked. So um so we were like drinking this like vodka like walking through the city like Chris is with us and um I only had like one vodka drink and I was like bag Hmm? like like, drinking out of like a paper bag like well it was like like, we bought like liquor at a liquor store like you would buy like a big bottle and then it's like we went to a little establishment to like purchase a drink at a bar to drink. So like we never even actually drank the vodka that we bought in my dream. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was like, oh, I can only have one. Um, like I, I work tonight. We have to get home. So we had to wrap the date up early. Chris like popped his head in to like come to the liquor store with us and then he like disappeared. <laughs> he like didn't come to the bar with us. So I don't know what happened there. Um so I was like, well, I have to, I have to go to work. Um, you know, so we got to get home. So I was starting my first night of work at Dairy Queen and, um, I was still like a PA, like I was a physician assistant during the week, but I was starting my new job at Dairy Queen, um, on Saturday. I love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was Saturday. So I had to get there. Um, and I guess it was a job that I like so when I first moved to South Carolina from Pennsylvania, um, when you, when you're in medicine, there's like a period of time called credentialing and it takes up to like three months where like a hospital can take longer needs to like verify who you are with like a bunch of paperwork and just, you know, so there's not like randos taking care of people, I guess. Yeah. So it took a long time. So I was like freaking out that I was like, how am I going to have an income? So I was debating on applying for jobs like that I had I we have only worked at a grocery store I was like I might need to work at like Starbucks or like I don't know but I might need a job like until I can work my other job so in this dream I was like I know like I have my my full-time job but you know I applied to this job at Dairy Queen when we first moved here and like I you know I really should see it out at least you know, like I told them I'd work tonight. So like, I, I need to get there, you know? So I was like, it's fine. Like, let's just like give it a shot. But it was, it was snowing. So I guess I wasn't in South Carolina and it was the hill. So, um, 
the job that we used to work at was a grocery store called Giant Eagle in our hometown. And there was a, or like the main highway that leads to it's called Route 30. We've probably talked about Route 30 before, and it's just like terrible um, with a lot of traffic. So there was like a hill that went down and then it went up on Route 30 to like get to this grocery store. And it was snowing. And, um, it was so snowy, like I couldn't drive there. And this happened when I was in high school and my husband, not my husband, but he was my boyfriend at the time. His parents, like I couldn't get out of my driveway. So they came and picked me up. They shouldn't have been driving either, but they said they were going to Sam's club. So they would drop me off. So they, this happened in real life where they were like swerving all over out. We were swerving all over Route 30. I was like one of like three people that made a tour to Shiny Gold that day. I don't know how I was getting home, but so, <laughs> I was there to serve. Um, you can't call off for snow though. Not when you live in Pennsylvania. No, I mean apparently people people were still freaking grocery shopping the nut bars. I've called off, not called off for snow, but I have a. Uh, called in late like I've called me like I don't even do that anymore now like if it's snowing and I like just show up they'll just be happy when you show up <laughs> yeah like it's an expectation like, it's so I got there um but in my dream I it was the same hill and I was walking um like down this hill oh down the hill then like up the hill and there was this group of like three boys and it was just by myself I guess my husband was like okay bye <laughs> so these three boys were behind me and they looked to be maybe in their like late twenties to thirties. So kind of similar age. And they were kind of like Ooh. following me. And I was like, you know, just kind of like looking behind me. Cause I'm like, this is weird. Like the roads are snowy. There's like nobody out here. Like every, like whoever was out was like walking. There were like no cars. Cause like nobody could walk yeah. on the snow. And then finally I like went down this hill like on my belly, like a penguin would down the snow, <laughs> like belly first, belly flopped to like slide down the hill. But I went really, really slow and it was like really anticlimactic. And these boys were like so behind me and they like tried to do the same thing. And I was like, well, that kind of sucked, huh? <laughs> so then we all like laughed. So they were like my new travel buddies. Um, so I finally made it to like. I saw the Dairy Queen. <laughs> Well, it was like I was walking a giant eagle, but my end destination was Dairy Queen. So I was walking. Um, I was finally at the hill right before Giant Eagle in real life, but it was going to Dairy Queen. And um, there were these two children walking along the road. And they were these two, like, young black kids that I, like, knew really well in my dream. And I was, like, very protective of them. And I was like, what are you guys doing out here? Like, it's snowing. And they're, they didn't, like. I don't know. I just didn't think it was a big deal. I guess they didn't say anything back. Well, then, like, it was either a bus or, like, a jet. I think it was, like, an airplane, like, landed, like, really abruptly, like, right next to them. But it was functioning like a bus, like, at a bus stop. And I was like, guys, like, watch out. So I, like, grabbed them, like, how you would if a child was, like, walking next to, too close to the road on the sidewalk. And you, like, push them yeah. away from the road. So I, like, put my arm, like, out to, like, scooch them away. They looked like they were maybe, like, the youngest boy. The boy was, like, four years old and the girl was maybe, like, ten years old or something. Um, I was like, you guys can't be out here. Like, come on. And I, like, grabbed their hands and I, like, walked them to the Dairy Queen um, with me. And 
like very protective of them. So now you sit here the whole time while I work. <laughs> yeah. So I got to get to the Dairy Queen and I put them in a booth and, you know, we were just like chit chatting a little bit. And, um, and then I see, I think G's there and her little brother, Brandon's there. And, um, we were talking and I was like, what's up guys? I was like, I got a minute. Like I'll sit in the, so I sat in the booth and talked with them. I was like, yeah, you know, like I just applied for this job. So I figured, you know, like, I'm just going to give it a shot, you know, just see how it goes. And, you know, I'm just going to kind of have fun with it. And <laughs> I haven't punched in yet. Like haven't, my shift has started like 15 minutes ago. And then, like, my old college roommate was there. Like, I think Kelsey was there. And, like, some other people, either from college or high school, you know, like, you see random faces. Yeah. Um, and, like, you were there. Like, I was like, everybody was there. And we're just like, hey, guys. I'm like, yeah, like, I'm starting my job here, guys. Like, today's my first day. Again, haven't said hello to my boss. I'm just socializing. <laughs> and then my- this is also a very PA thing. Like, oh, it's winter. It's blizzard. Let's go get some ice cream, right? So, um, so finally my Dairy Queen boss, after I'm like, not bragging, but kind of like bragging about like, yeah, like I work here now. This is my first, just kind of like updating. It seems like everybody important in my life or like everybody I knew at that time. Um, the, the manager, my manager walks out with actually the doctor I work with now. So like who I see, you know, kind of as my boss, basically, um, he's there too. And so it's like, the electrophysiology doctors there too and they're like uh they're at one point they were like what are you doing here like they were there to get ice cream I was like oh this Mm -hmm. is my new job like I'm still working with you guys but and uh they're like I I don't know about this Jess and I was like that's fine (laughs) well they were they were there too watching all this unroll well my new manager like walks down the hall and is like hey uh yeah, like your shift started like over 30 minutes ago. I don't I don't think this is gonna work out. <laughs> and like fired me <laughs> before I even started my job, like in front of my current boss. And I was just like, shit, shit okay, that's that makes sense. <laughs> that's fair. It's fair. I don't know if I got like a milkshake or like an ice cream cone. I was like disappointed in myself. <laughs> But I wasn't like upset because <laughs> I think I knew I was like gonna fail at it. <laughs> You're probably like, oh man, okay. Well, I'm gonna go home and drink that vodka that I bought then because I only had one drink before I came. Here. And he like knew. I think I like knew that he like saw me through this because I think at one point I remember the person who was like supposed to train me was like, "Hey, do you want to get back here and like help us?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll be there in a minute." <laughs> so uh so you know you know my, my time there ended um and time ended before it even started. right so then it was like time to go home so we go back to um our apartment which I think it was in our my old apartment which is funny because we say we never dream about our old places um yeah it was my college apartment that Cam and I lived in on like Robinson Street for like a year or two. And, it, and Robinson Street is this somewhat steep hill in Pittsburgh. Um, and it's like just like right in the city. It's not very up, in, you know, it's it's pretty urban, um, kind of run down part of town. So that's where our apartment was. And it wasn't the same apartment, but it was definitely that road. And um, 
so Cam and I were in there just kind of, um, just hanging out. I don't really know what we were doing, but Cam had to go somewhere. So it was just me. And there was this group of kids outside of our apartment. And it was like a two-level apart. It was almost like a little townhouse. It was two levels. And there was like this wooden deck on the top, like really like like beat down wood, you know, probably need to replace. Um, so I was like up there and these kids were out front, like just kind of like causing a ruckus and just kind of being jerks. Like, and I was playing music on my top deck. And the one guy was just like, God, that music's like such shit. Like, you know, just really bashing my music. And I was just like, shut up, man. Well, then he ended up like, he started like hitting my deck. Well, then the deck like fell off of the apartment. Oh, it's just like, ro- like it was like dry rotted and he was like hitting it. So it just like collapsed and fell. And he was like, shit, like, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. I'm going to go to Home Depot right now and replace it. And they were dressed like how like emo kids would be like back when we were growing up. So like, yeah. Um, which would be like kind of like dark, like baggy jeans and like gelled, like spiked hair and like colored. And they tried to look like real hard, but then as soon as, and they look like to be maybe like teenagers. So when this happened, he was just like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm going to go to Home Depot right now. I think it's like $400 to replace that part. Um, But I'm going to go there. And they went, and I was like, and the girls with them were like, "Oh my god, he feels really bad. We're really sorry." I was like, "Sorry, it's all good." So in the meantime, um, I was going to take my dog for a walk in the park across the street. It was like this little like central area in a, the middle of the city, and I was with my brother and somebody else, and it was snowing again, and um, I had to pick up my dog's poop like in the snow. And I was, like, trying to pick up the poop, like, with a bag. And one lady came up to me and was like, hey, you're not going to throw that dog poop away in the garbage cans right here, are you? Because some of us have to live here, you know. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I wouldn't do that. Um, You know, I live here, too. Like, I'll just go throw it away in my apartment. She's like, okay, good. And, like, walked away. I guess she didn't want it, like, stinking up the place. Um, And I was walking around the neighborhood the other day, and I realized – now there's some garbage cans like out throughout, dispersed throughout the neighborhood that weren't always there. And I was very torn. Like, do I throw my dog's poop away in that garbage can or do I take it back to my own house? So I feel like that's fair game. I, I agree, but I was apparently more concerned about it. Uh, I think I brought it back to my house in real life. So, and then it translated into my dream. I didn't realize how worried I was over it, but I guess I was. Oh, yep. Yeah, so um, so then the dream finishes where we are in, um, it's like we're on this class trip now and there's like a bunch of us in this kind of like, um, almost like basement looking room. And it reminds me of this brewery that's in Pittsburgh. That's kind of just like in this big, like open room that's like cemented and just nothing like nothing fancy it's like very little effort made (laughs) um so we're all in there and there's just like rows of like tables and it was like a freaking free-for-all it was like almost like a shelter type place and we were supposed to get on a school bus to like go somewhere and leave but I missed the school bus and then it was like we were stranded there so there were a bunch of us just like 
searching for like food and like juice and like water and it was supposed to be like a cup like a jar was next to like this juice and it was like you know pay a dollar for it like on our system and I was like screw that I I know you know it's like the apocalypse right now like like everyone's like every man for themselves and everyone's just like freaking like rummaging to like get food and water and juice and um I remember at one point I think like another bus came and I wrote down in my notes uh we were going to a basketball game and I feel like I think I'm going to a lot of basketball games in my dream I don't know if that was actually it or if my brain's connecting the gaps um but I was like oh I know I don't I wonder if I can just wear my bra there, but I didn't know if that was allowed. And then I woke up. <laughs> you also have issues about like what you're supposed to be wearing to these games. Cause the last one you're supposed to, if you wore like the special jersey, yeah. you control like a green, how to be that green shirt. Yeah. I'm always very worried about what's allowed and what's not. And like, what's appropriate. Cause I, in my dream where I lost the sleep mask, I asked the teacher, can you, make an announcement if anybody has my sleep mask, but I remember specifically asking, or is that inappropriate? So I'm very concerned in my dreams, like what's appropriate and what's not. I feel like I'm the opposite of mine. Like that doesn't matter. <laughs> Anything goes in Janie land. Yeah. So um, it was very all over the place. Um, like I said, I think those were just kind of like jumping around dreams, but I just remember them all together because I didn't wake up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so kind of the one thing, like the probably the most vivid part, when you have a dream like this, the most vivid scene to me was the walking down that hill on Route 30 with snow and the Dairy Queen. <laughs> so I, yeah. as far as, I think a lot of this was like a mind dump dream for sure. Um, I don't know where the Dairy Queen came from. I, I went and got ice cream at one point. I don't know if it was before or after this, but like I said, you know, G used to work at Dairy Queen. Um, and you said you dream a lot about like your old jobs. Um, Mm -hmm. and I I don't think I do. So that's what was funny when you said that, that I chose this dream to talk about, but I'll be more mindful of it now. Maybe I do. Um, so I just chose to kind of look up dream or snow. Um, so snow, I looked on like about three different sources, annieflow.com. Um, dreambible.com I just kind of looked through a few and they kind of all had the the same general meaning it was like dreaming of snow um can symbolize like a fresh start um it's like a very positive like a fresh start a new beginning a new stage in your life um and then negatively um snow can represent like a harsh time or like an unpleasant time um and you just need to kind of like stick it out and t- to let it pass, I guess, symbolizing like snow, like melting and stuff. Um, yeah. Melting snow can represent obstacles or fears that are dissolving. So. When I looked up snow, when I, I had that dream, uh, that snow tubing dream, there was a lot of information about snow that I didn't know that was really going to like come right. up. Like it would be like, if the snow's dirty, if it's this way, yeah. if it's clean, if it's. Yeah. yeah, I think it depends much like water, the nature of how mm-hmm. it is in your dream. Because I was looking up another one that was more of like in Chinese origin, um, like, you know, their interpretation of it. And it's very dependent yeah. on how it 
the snow is present in your dream. Um, yes. And like we said, just like water. So I think in my case, it's like I was going to. So the snow is definitely an obstacle for me. So I kind of took it as and I mm-hmm. kind of hate snow in general in real life nowadays. Um, it's pretty, but me and snow like don't get along now. So um, yeah. I don't know if we ever did. I hate the cold. So um, <laughs> that's why I live in the beach. Now. So um, I was, you know, having to get through the snow to go to this job. So I don't know if it symbolizes like, you know, obstacles in my current job and kind of just getting through all this kind of phase to look for like more positive times. I mean, I don't really know. Um, but that's just kind of how I, how I took it a little bit, you know? Oh, no, I would definitely take that as an obstacle for you. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was interesting. I don't know like what the obstacle means or is, but I think the snow yeah, was. Yeah. An and it wasn't like weirdly enough. Um, so like me in real life, if I was just like going to start a random new job that like, I do not feel qualified to do like right now, I think I would probably be terrible if I was like a waitress or of some kind or like working at Dairy Queen. Um, mm-hmm. I like, I would feel much more comfortable going to work in a grocery store right now than going to work in like the food industry. Cause I've never done that. So I would be like really anxious and nervous about it, but I was just even going through the snow in my dream. I was like pretty chill about it. Like I was like really excited to start this new job that I didn't even get to start. <laughs> I was like really proud of it. <laughs> didn't even let me do it um and then you were late you were late and you were in the building but you were late I'm like jesus this girl's gonna talk to every customer for about 30 minutes so (laughs) yeah which which is what would happen to me in real life so um (laughs) um and then yeah i was very protective of those children for with Mm -hmm. like the airplane landing like so close to them um, I was like fearful they were gonna get run over by that like Airbus, I guess, whatever it was. Airbus. Yeah. I like yeah. That. <laughs> um and I don't know who they were for to have such strong feelings towards them. And this is like a, a recurring theme for me in my dreams is I'm like extremely protective of these children. Like I know them very well and I don't know who they are in real life, like at all. Like, I don't recognize mm-hmm. them. And they they seem to be children, like, of minority. Um, like, the more I'm thinking about it. So, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, that can be interpreted in several ways. And it can be a very much a subconscious interpretation, you know. Um, it could also just be, like, <clears throat> what's going on in the world right now. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is, you know, with um a lot of, you know, issues right now with with race and kind of just kind of working through working through that and how to respond to it and you know, are you doing are you doing what you should do? Are you saying the right things? Are you doing your part? How much have you contributed? Mm-hmm. Kind of that probably subconscious guilt and like wanting to be protective. Um so I think that's probably part of it. And then I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to have such strong attachment towards total strangers in my dream. Um, yeah. But yeah. Because that was, I think, the third dream I had like that that I can remember. And that was probably the other thing that really stood out to me was like 
as far as like the vivid nature of what I remember, it was kind of like my attachment towards those kids. Yeah. So it could be anything you could even interpret that as like, is it like maternal instinct? Is it like, you know, me thinking about having a family, you know, it's, so it could, I think, go a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to that more, you know, moving forward, if that's a recurring theme. Um, I want to ask a, a personal question, mm-hmm. too. Have you and Cam ever discussed about adopting? Um, a long time ago, we have. Nothing like recent. Nothing recent, though. no. Um, I was kind of speaking about it with... Um, another couple more Mm -hmm. fostering um so maybe that's at least in this no I don't think the relation's close enough like the discussion no that's a really good thought um so I have to think about that more kind of where that's coming from because I mean there was that dream there was the dream where the that child had a kidney had some kind of transplant and I was like very yeah. sad about because I thought I was losing him gosh and I had another dream and I think I had talked about it um and I think he was either like of Asian descent or like some you know Chinese but again it was like a different ethnicity than my own um and I don't know if I specified that in the dream or not because at the time I didn't At the time, I didn't know if it was how it played in and if it was relevant. But now that I'm thinking about it, I think it is. Sorry. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. Um, I, don't, I don't even need these headphones. Weird. <laughs> so what do you talk? You, okay. you sound like you're talking through the microphone, though. I am talking through the microphone. Um, it's just, you're like, the sound is coming out of my computer. Okay. Like, yeah, you know I, how, like, if someone walk in, like, they couldn't hear you, but like, they could, they can hear you today. Hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Let's see if I can, uh, end this good this time, guys. Episode 30. Let's go. 30, 30. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on our Instagram, our fuck twitter did i dream last night um you can also follow us on tiktok uh support us on patreon if you would like and you can leave us a kind review we would definitely appreciate that on apple it helps us out a lot awesome well thank you guys so much for listening for our uh dirty 30 here and um in, in a few weeks, we'll be doing our group Dirty 30, so I'll, I'm sure I have some great dreams from that. But uh, this will be the only Dirty 30 you get for now. But thanks for listening, and until next time.